Hello and welcome to episode number 81 of my podcast, titled A Bug's Life, Nor Crystal Tears from 1982 by Alan Dean Foster. Yes, it's another science fiction book episode, this time talking about the third in Alan Dean Foster's Humanx Commonwealth series. If you'd like to catch up with the first two novels in the series and what I thought about them, you'll want to listen to episodes 62 and 65. In Alan Dean Foster's Humanx Commonwealth series of science fiction novels, a unique union between humans and the insectoid Thranx race becomes a major power in the galaxy. Two species that are so different in appearance and mentality seem destined to mistrust and fear one another. So how could they overcome these differences? Originally published in 1982, Nor Crystal Tears is the third standalone entry in Foster's series and begins to answer exactly that question. Set earlier in his fictional chronology than any other story, the novel focuses on the very first contact between humans and Thranks. Unusually for a story of this type, it explores not the human perspective, but instead the alien one. The protagonist is Ryo Zenzuzex, a Thranks agricultural expert living on the peripheral world of Willow Wayne. While he initially seems like an unlikely hero, Nor Crystal Tears explores how Ryo's actions change the course of history. The first two standalone entries in the series are Midworld from 1975 and Cachalot from 1980. In these books, Foster only briefly alludes to the Humanx Commonwealth, its worlds, institutions and constituent species. We know all about humans, of course, but the Thranks are largely a mystery. We are told that they are insect-like and that they would enjoy the hot and humid jungle of Midworld but would be frightened of the vast expanses of water on Cachalot. Neither novel has any Thranx characters at all, and Nor Crystal Tears redresses this. It represents a deep immersion into the biology, psychology and culture of humanity's future partners. The book begins with a striking illustration of how different the Thranx are. It introduces Ryo Zenzuzex, or Ryo for short, during his larval stage. Like other Thranx, he is looked after in a kind of communal hatchery by professional nursemaids. He loves to learn and excels in this area, but has a quality that alarms his tutors. He wants to know about everything, which runs counter to the strong tendency towards specialisation in his culture. Ryo's boundless curiosity is a classic trait in science fiction protagonists, which often drives plots, as is the case here. As an adult, Ryo eventually, and reluctantly, settles into a profession and becomes a respected agronomist on his homeworld Willow Wayne. His ordinary life is disrupted when the aggressive lizard-like Arn Empire mounts a small incursion on the planet. Ryo and his colleagues fend off the attack, and he later hears that a Thranx vessel has encountered monstrous new aliens in deep space. Later, this is laughed off by officialdom as a mere hoax. These events flip a switch in Ryo's mind. Suddenly, he has to get off Willow Wayne, and embarks on a reckless mission to learn more about the aliens. Foster spends much of Nor Crystal Tears exploring the Thranks and their society. The book works through various implications of an intelligent species having an insect-like physiology. One example is that to compensate for a lack of facial expressions, Thranks use their six limbs for a complex array of gestures to communicate their feelings. James D. Nichol has suggested that the Thranks are inspired by Vulcans from Star Trek in their reliance on logic and entrenched conservatism. Of course, both Thranks and Vulcans are the first intelligent aliens encountered by humans in their respective settings. 
While the Thranks are fairly convincingly alien, their society is much less so. After Ryo leaves Willowayne, he travels to Hiveholm, the world where the Thranks evolved and the centre of their interstellar society. There he takes advantage of trains, restaurants and other facilities that would not be out of place on Earth, let alone the Earth of the far future. Thranks' social organisation also seems similar to that of humans, except that their cities are called hives and exist mostly underground. Clearly, depicting aliens and their environments in a convincing way is a huge challenge. An author like Octavia E. Butler was arguably more successful with the Oankali in her novel Dawn. With the help of the wealthy and eccentric poet Wu Zensalem, or Wu for short, Ryo is eventually able to make contact with a group of disgusting, monstrous aliens that wear their skeletons on the inside. Humans. Their ship, the Seeker, was damaged in Thrank's space by an Arn attack. Captured, they'd been interned in an isolated military base in one of Hiveholm's inhospitable polar regions, there to be experimented on by Thrank scientists. Ryo's inexhaustible curiosity helps him communicate with a pair of the humans. Later, he leaves Wu behind and embarks on another reckless scheme. His intention is to create a bridge of understanding between Thranks and humans. Nor Crystal Tears has an interesting setup, but fails to stick the landing. The speed with which humans and Thranks learn to communicate with each other doesn't really convince, and the plot meanders towards the end. For these reasons, the novel is arguably the weakest of the first three standalones in the Humanx Commonwealth series. It is the most important, though, because of its focus on a key moment in the setting's history. For some more background information about the book and my coverage of the first two novels in the series, check out my site, andyjohnson.xyz. Thanks for listening to this episode. You can find more of my writing in text and audio form at my site, andyjohnson.xyz. You can also find me on Twitter at andyjohnsonuk, and you can support me at patreon.com slash andyjohnson. Catch you next time.